I thought I would start with a very short story about my mother, just so that you would have some idea of what she was like. When I was graduating, maybe, I don't remember if it was the year I was graduating from my first year or second year of rabbinical school or sometime during that time when she came out and my father couldn't get away, so it was just my mother who came out to Los Angeles. And she came to my apartment and she said that it was, you know, decent. I showed her around and then I ran out to get us something to eat and I came back and she was sitting on the couch and she had a sort of sheepish look on her face. I said, what? She said, promise you won't be upset? I said, I won't be upset. What did you do? She said, I dusted. <laughs> she had four boys, so <laughs> the cleaning instinct, I think, One thing, though, that I knew about my mother and her mother and her mother before that was that for most of her life, although this changed later, her talents were not matched by her opportunities. And the truth is that the opportunities that mothers had for their intellect and their warmth and their love and their skill went almost entirely into raising their children. And so most of us learned how to love to the extent that we learned how to love from our mothers. And in some ways, the measure of love in the world is the measure of mothering that the world has had. You can see this difference in our prayer book because it's only been in the past several decades that when you say the Amidah, you don't only mention the forefathers. I grew up in Yeshiva in Harrisburg, and then later at Akiba in Philadelphia. And when we said the Amidah, we would say Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov. Nobody ever thought to say Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Valeah. We knew they existed. We read the Bible, but who would put them in a prayer? And how much more loving is a world in which mothers as well as fathers, are prayed about and talked about and celebrated. So this change is a beautiful change. And to be able to bring that mothering love into the world is something that I think all of us know the world desperately needs. Because, of course, you don't have to be a mother to bring mothering love to someone else. Just as you don't have to bring a, be a father to bring a father's love to someone else. There are probably people here, and I certainly know people, whose real mother was someone who wasn't their biological mother. It was just somebody who wanted to mother them through the world and give them that love. So I think 
for us, we think, for example, of Naomi in the book of Ruth, who lost her children, but was a mother to Ruth and changed our tradition forever and ever because she could call on a mother's love even though Ruth biologically was not her child. So the Jewish way of celebrating Mother's Day is not only to celebrate our biological mothers, although we do that, but to celebrate the love that they model, to try to do the same in our own lives, to acknowledge that when we remember Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah, we help make ourselves and our hearts whole. That without the mothers, we aren't even half a heart in this world. So to my mother who dusted, and did so much more than that for so many years, for four boys, God only knows how. I will tell you one other story. I was gonna conclude, but one other thing I want you to know. This is another insight into my mother. At a certain point, when the four of us would yell mom constantly, she laid down a law in the house she said, I am tired of hearing mom all day, and after six o'clock, you have to call me Matilda. <laughs> it's true. And she wouldn't answer to mom, so we had to go Matilda, and then she would answer. So for all of you moms who have heard mom innumerable times, and to my mother, who heard it innumerable times and still answered, happy Mother's Day.